You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do the people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. Welcome to Prognosis. I'm Francesca Levy. Laura Carlson is out. It's day 100 since coronavirus was declared a global pandemic. Our main story? Masks and other personal protective equipment are the only things standing between frontline healthcare workers and infection. But fake or badly made masks are circulating through the market, and they can be very hard to spot. But first, here's what happened in Virus News today. President Donald Trump will hold a massive indoor campaign rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma, tomorrow. Cases in Oklahoma have skyrocketed since the beginning of June. The White House has dismissed suggestions that the rally will lead to a dangerous rise in infections. But epidemiologists and other experts agree the rally is likely to cause a so-called superspreader event. The BOK Center, where the rally will take place, seats 19,000 people, and President Trump intends to pack it. Attendees will need to sign waivers absolving the Trump campaign of liability, and temperature checks will be done at the door. Masks will be provided but not required. Experts say these measures can ensure no infected people will get into the venue and that temperature checks are virtually meaningless. The differences between the Trump rally and the ongoing Black Lives Matter protests from a public health perspective is the entirely enclosed nature of the arena and the likelihood that an older, more vulnerable group will be at the BOK Center. The protests have not yet been linked to a spike in cases. The United Kingdom lowered its COVID-19 alert level by one rank to level three. That reflects the fact that the coronavirus is no longer spreading exponentially in the community after almost three months of lockdown. The new level allows for more relaxation of social distancing measures. Some non-essential shops had already reopened this week. And finally, there's now a sign that the coronavirus reached Italy the first European epicenter of the crisis, two months before scientists first believed. Sewage samples taken from the cities of Milan and Turin in December showed traces of SARS-CoV-2, according to a new study. The report is part of a regular round of testing on environmental virology carried out by government agencies since 2007. And now for today's main story. 
If there's one simple technology that has come to the forefront during the coronavirus pandemic, it's the face mask. Special masks, called respirators, are designed to prevent doctors and nurses from catching the virus when they treat infected people. But not all respirators do what they're labeled to. Fakes and shoddy products abound. And you can't always tell how many particles a mask can filter just by looking at it. Bloomberg reporter Naomi Kresge reported on how you catch a fake mask and the lengths one German company is going to to fight the problem. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. Athletes, actors, artists. But what about the people behind the scenes? You know, the ones who make it all happen. The lighting engineers, the sideline photographers, the caterers. They're small business masterminds. And if there's one thing they have in common, it's making their money work harder. That's why they have a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, where they are now earning a generous 5% annual percentage yield. Yes, 5% APY. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. This is the sound of a lab at testing company TÜV Nord from a video where workers are inspecting the filters on face masks. In Germany, when people talk about testing and the TÜV, it's usually in the context of cars. If you want to drive 120 miles an hour on the Autobahn, or even 20 miles an hour down your own street, you have to get everything from brakes and lights to bright yellow hazard gear and body rust checked out at your local TÜV testing center every two years. But Germany's industrial quality control companies inspect a lot more than just vehicles. When the government started shipping in face masks by the hundreds of millions from China as coronavirus infections spiked around the country, it turned to TÜV Nord to help make sure the masks are fit to use. It's far more than a rubber stamp. Almost one quarter of the masks fail the test, an executive at the company told me. We are currently working in three shifts, um, 24 hours per day, seven days a week, in order to cope with a tremendous number of mask tests. That's Dirk Stenkamp, CEO of TÜV Nord. Though they're known for cars, testing workplace safety gear is actually how they got their start. Um, the foundation year was actually 1869 um, as a North German association for the monitoring of steam boilers, actually. Um, at that time, we were based in Hamburg um, and we were actually um, inaugurated to protect human beings um, against the hazards of new technologies. There used to be close to 100 independent TÜV testing companies in Germany. Mergers and acquisitions brought that number down to fewer than 10, and each of them does business everywhere, not just in Germany. TÜV Nord, Stenkamp's company, tests everything from data security for smartphone apps to nuclear power plant safety. Before the coronavirus, it was one of only a few institutions accredited to test face masks at all. 
Few doctors needed the most protective type of masks, respirators, designed to filter out 95% of airborne particles. With the virus, that changed. Doctors need to be protected from tiny particles called aerosols. The coronavirus is able to be transported through such small aerosol particles of a size you are not able to see with the human eye even under a microscope. And these FFP masks are now designed to actually filter these aerosols. The process of screening the masks to make sure they can do this job starts before a shipment ever leaves China. The masks have to pass a literal smell test. TÜV's local inspectors check for a chemical odor and test the stability of the straps. They check the paperwork. A second team is waiting when the plane touches down in Germany. They do another visual inspection and check the freight papers. And then our uh, inspectors mark shipments either green, that means has passed test, or red, that means has not passed. And only the green ones are then finally um, checked in our laboratories. That means we take samples out of the green marked or labeled uh, mask batches. And these are then specifically tested. That's where things get really detailed. Let's go to Essen, a city in the middle of Germany's Rust Belt, the industrial Ruhr area. TÜV's testing lab there used to work on face masks for coal miners. When the mining business declined, they tested particle filters in everything from vacuum cleaners to air conditioning. They're experts on dust. They even produce and sell their own test dust. But for the past couple of months, their biggest business has been the virus. Here's Dirk Renschen, who runs the lab. Most of the masks that are made are made in China. And in China, there are some very good producers that ensure very reliable and good mass deliveries. But precisely in the context of the coronavirus pandemic, there are also various producers that are naturally trying to do a good business and unfortunately are also to some extent really dishonest. That means that at first they ship good masks that also show good results in tests. And then, in following shipments, deliver masks that at first glance seem to be the same quality, but then show themselves in filter tests to be significantly worse. Renschen's teams pull samples from each batch of masks and test them in a process that takes two or three days. This is a special quick test, by the way. The full European testing protocol for face masks takes a couple of weeks. The first step is simply to put the mask on. It's called a donning test, and a three-person panel of testers with different head sizes, two men and a woman, tries each sample mask. They want to make sure it's airtight, but reasonably comfortable. Then it's on to the less subjective measures. They strap the mask onto a special machine that looks like a model of a human head in order to measure how much airflow can pass through the filter each minute. The idea is to ensure that if you're wearing the mask for hours, you won't feel like you're suffocating. Finally comes the filter test. They use a special chamber filled with a high concentration of a test gas, and the mask gets attached to the end of a hose. 
Das heißt, das wird dann eben Air from one side of the mask, from the outside of the mask, is suctioned through and measured to see how many particles arrive on the other side. In order to meet the European FFP2 standard, masks are supposed to filter out 94% of aerosols. That's about the same level of protection as a US N95 mask or a Chinese KN95 mask. But this is where appearances can be deceiving. Sie können ein wirklich identisch aussehendes Filtermaterial haben. You can have a really identical looking filter material that lets through 40 to 50% of the aerosols without being able to tell the difference from another better mask by touch or feel. The German Ministry of Health said that about 20% of the masks it's had delivered so far have failed these tests. Looking across the board at all the masks TÜV has tested, Renschen put the figure slightly higher. Just under a quarter of all masks that reached his labs weren't up to grade. The quality was even worse for simple medical masks, which filter fewer particles than it was for the more high-tech respirators, he said. That's why tests like this are absolutely necessary, because simply due to the enormous quantities of masks that are currently being shipped to Germany, the risk is very, very high that otherwise low-quality products would be delivered. Germany is by far not the only country to face this problem. In the US, the Food and Drug Administration banned more than 65 mask producers after they failed similar tests at the CDC's National Personal Protective Technology Laboratory. So far, TÜV teams have helped screen more than 800 million masks. They're nowhere near finished. As of the beginning of June, the German government was still waiting on delivery of another 1.5 billion masks through this fall. That was Naomi Kresge in Berlin. And that's our show today. For coverage of the outbreak from 120 bureaus around the world, visit Bloomberg.com slash coronavirus. And if you like the show, please leave us a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It's the best way to help more listeners find our global reporting. The Prognosis Daily Edition is produced by Topher Forges, Jordan Gaspore, Magnus Henriksen, and Laura Carlson. Today's main story was reported by Naomi Kresge. Original music by Leo Sidrin. Our editors are Rick Schein and me, Francesca Levy. Bloomberg's head of podcasts is also me. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com.